The Heart of Youth Baseball, Episode 3, What to Expect from Rec Baseball. Now, recreational baseball is the most fun you will have as a kid in baseball. It's Little League sanctioned. You also have towns that are not um, part of the Little League officially, but they do run their town league uh, as a rec league. And, and that's all great. And it's perfect because for the kids, it's very much about the social aspect. So you will have your friend Tommy will be in your same class as you and you'll be on the same team. But then, you know, Steve's going to be on the other team and uh, he's also in your class. But then there's going to be a lot of razzing tomorrow, especially when Whittle's hard ba- hard, hardware beats, uh, you know, Joe's sporting goods. Um, and it's just a lot of fun. You have a bunch of kids that get together on their teams, 13 on a team or whatever it is, and you play baseball and the volunteers who are incredibly valuable do their best to try to get the kids up to speed in a low development setting. Now, here's the important part of that. I say low development because it is very difficult with what everyone else is doing in their lives these days, both parents working or people working later hours and city commutes to get home and get these kids up to speed. But when they are on the field, they do it 110%. And that is the most fun of this. Because when you get these kids early, right from T-ball and into their farm league or into their younger, you know, seven, eight years old, this is where you can you can suck in a family and a and a kid to explain to them the importance of following dreams. Now, I only say it this way because when kids start in baseball, they start at the lowest level, which is usually the rec level. From there, they will eventually move up. And in this day and age, they start to move up into club and travel a lot sooner than they did when I was a kid. And I'm 100 years old. So that's a joke. So understand that you know it's it's a perfect way for these kids to get engaged to to have coaches explain the the fundamentals and i say that a hundred percent because you need to get these kids the fundamentals of playing the game and get them some confidence and let them understand how valuable they are in the field um and it's a non-stress situation kids should never be stressed out in rec baseball there's no reason for it this is supposed to be socially exciting um, you, you're, you're basically all together in this even though your opponents with your your uh, schoolmate you're still all together learning the game having fun you know yeah you're scoring runs and so are they but at the end of the day you know it's it's really just the lowest most valuable most important part of a child's experience in rec ball uh, in life because what they can gather there from these amazing volunteer coaches and from their you know teammates um, and from the families cheering on the side is that you know this game is the greatest game in the world there is no pressure okay when you start to get into the travel realm when you st- and we'll talk about this in another episode when you start to get into the club realm where it's very intense and a lot, a whole different ball game, then you're going to see a lot of different changes. Then you're going to see 
um, kids may be playing a little bit less or kids not playing uh, nearly as you know much as they should in a certain position or kids not getting as many at bats okay I am of the belief and we can get into this in another episode that when you start to get into that travel realm even if they are as young as seven and eight and nine you really still need to get these kids developed in the travel um, the travel uh, capacity and the reason why is because it goes back to that rec uh, the rec practices the rec development it's a lower level so the, the the coaches are doing the best they can in that rec level but when they get into travel that's when you really start to work on things and you do the drills and the practices are longer and you practice more and so I say you know six seven eight nine if you're doing travel at that age you know they still need to get a real taste for the game and what it's all about and get their confidence built up in that age because you're not really getting that a hundred percent in the rec the rec level okay but we're gonna get into the whole travel um, situation and you know what's expected of the coaches and what's expected of the kids at that league at another time probably the next episode but for now rec in my opinion at least very important especially when it comes to getting these kids excited about the game teaching them the fundamentals but also getting the parents involved volunteers town sponsors and just really kind of building up not only a program but a kid's confidence and uh, a kid's love of the game and that's what rec is it's very uh, it's very light socially exciting and and just really trying to introduce things to players you know it's when you get into these other leagues that you really start to build the intensity and I think honestly I think that people have lost their way a little bit when it comes to that um, depends on the age but that's a whole other that's a whole other episode for now that's rec baseball that's the way I see it please if you get a chance go to the Hardy youth baseball Facebook page like it comment I'd love to get some feedback to see how this is working out because I feel like I'm just talking to a wall but I will also be writing uh, again in fact I'm crafting a couple things right now and we'll be putting those up as well uh, I know the importance of writing and having kids read because it kind of sinks in rather than some guy that they've never met just spouting information um, but this podcast is more for parents and coaches and the writing is definitely more about the kids uh, we're just trying to branch out a little bit so this is my episode on recreational base- baseball what to expect episode three the heart of youth baseball thank you very much for listening See you next time. Hardy Youth Baseball, Episode 6. What is travel baseball? All right, well, look, this is interesting because through the years uh, in community ball, 
uh, be it little league sanctioned or just a, a community coming together to, to start a league for kids. Um, there's a rec uh, group. There's a travel group, right? Mostly in most towns, right? It depends on in, in how competitive. It depends on how many kids are in the community that play. Uh, but what you end up having is you end up having a group of kids that are the better kids of the community, right? And that is essentially your travel team. So when you have a travel team, and I say that loosely because usually in a small town community, if you're like in one town, you just travel a couple close towns around your area. It's not like you travel to South Jersey. It's not like you travel to Pennsylvania or you go to different states because it's club because that's not what it is. Travel is essentially the better kids in your town. Okay, that's it. Okay, there's nothing elite about it. The only difference is the kids are a little better than they are in rec. And it's a competitive setting. Now, this is where it gets crazy. And I'm sure I'll get heat for this. And by the way, not uh, specifically talking about anyone in my own community, but just as what I've seen over the years. And I've lived in a couple communities which have travel baseball. And it comes down to this. Parents think, for some strange reason, that travel baseball is the top of the heap, best players that ever lived. And that's not what it is. They're just the better players in your community. It could not be more simple. So, while they want to win... While it's a competitive setting, and especially in the youth baseball realm of, say, 7 to maybe even 10, there needs to be an emphasis on development, confidence building, character building, teamwork, and most importantly, let's not lose our heads here. While there's a championship in place, you may not or cannot always win that, especially if you're still trying to develop kids. Now, you're going to come back at me and you're going to say, well, these are the best kids in the community. We have to play to win. Some kids are going to sit. Some kids are not going to play. I get it all. I understand where you're coming from. My philosophy is a little bit different. It's not wrong, by the way. And I don't think you guys are entirely wrong. What I'm trying to explain is I think it's important that we don't lose sight of the development of the practices and what we're trying to teach the kids. And you can come back and say, well, that's what rec is for. That's great and all. And I understand that. But here's the problem. Rec baseball doesn't give you a full scope of how to catch a ball successfully, how to run the bases successfully, how to make a steal successfully, how to you know, have, have enforce teamwork and uh, rooting for your team and working with the coach to better your, your infield. There's no time for that, okay? So the kids that want to play travel should have that opportunity to play travel. And in that travel setting, especially if everyone's ranting and raving about how it's a better competitive uh, type of team, you have those practices and you reinforce that with that travel team. 
It's that simple, really. You want to get these kids up to speed. And yeah, there's going to be weak links. It doesn't mean they're benched for six innings in a game. It doesn't mean they don't play. What it should mean is, yeah, they get opportunities and you grow them. And yes, once 11 years old, once 12 year old, years old rolls around, once you start to decide to go to Williamsport, once you decide to go to Cooperstown, once you decide to go to Ripken, you really need to define who the better player is there. Because then you're going to enter that 13-year-old, 14-year-old, next thing you know it's high school. You become, you, you start to really see who sticks with the game, who's passionate about the game, who wants to play. But for now, back to travel, especially 7 through 10, you need to really not forget about the weaker, more less talented players. They still have to be involved in some capacities. Now, that is travel if you do not have tryouts, right? So let's think about what that means. As sad as it is, teams do tryouts as young as seven and eight years old. I don't get it. I don't think I'll ever get it. The problem is, for me, I don't understand why a father who's only seen a kid play one time determines that kid's future on his baseball league. It makes zero sense to me. If you are really doing a tryout for these young players, which again, ridiculous, but if you were, do it by a third party. Let's see if it's a legit tryout. Let's see who's actually has the talent. Now, it could very well end up being the same way it was as when the fathers did it. But at least no one's arguing about, well, you know, this kid wasn't good anyway. I've seen him play two weeks ago and he's terrible. You know, you don't, you don't, you don't get that garbage. Okay, what you get is an instant snapshot of what this kid can offer in a legit tryout with numbers on their backs, nobody uses names, and third parties. Now, that's all fine and good, and we get it, and we understand how that works, but that's if you do a tryout. If you do a tryout, and if you want to make a super team at nine years old, be my guest, but my whole philosophy has always been, while the better kids play, you really have to hammer home between seven and 10, the extra work, the extra help, the, the continuing of development to get these kids up to speed. But now, I went on a big rant, right? Travel baseball. Yes, it's better. The better kids of the community. If there is a tryout, and even if there isn't, and you have a 12th player, they still need to be on that team. Or at least get them up to speed as a coach. But again, travel baseball is not the best in the universe. A lot of families forget this. And what they do is they ride all everything on that. Oh, my kid's the best. That kid's not. He should sit. We're going to go to Williamsport. We're going to win the whole thing. What happens is they don't even realize because they've never been outside of the community that there's something called a club out there. 
Now, club is much different. Club is much more hard-hitting, more money. You travel further. You only play the better kids. You rarely play the bad kids. You rarely get bad kids. I use the word bad loosely because I don't think there's ever really a bad player. I think it's just players that are behind. Um, but that's a whole other podcast. My point being that travel baseball, it's not the elite of the elite, folks. Sorry to break it to you. Your kid's not going to play for the Yanks or the Mets. What they are going to do is they're going to get a better competitive season and they're going to improve, but they're not on a club team. That, the club team mentality, the club baseball, that's a whole other podcast. We're going to get into that next at another time. I did want to try to lay out from rec to travel, what travel is, what rec is, but then get into the club tier, as I call it. But for now, that is what travel is, okay? I know I threw a lot of stuff out at you. I know people are not going to be happy with it, but I think some people will understand that this is not a me on a personal attack against anyone. This is just my opinion, right? You guys have yours. We don't agree, whomever you are. That's perfectly fine. I'm just trying to lay down the law. There are certain tiers in baseball, and people that don't venture outside the bubble of community ball have no idea that there's better teams out there. They don't, they don't understand it. They just think that in their insulated community, they got the best of the best, and no one can stop them. And they shouldn't have any friction with any underdeveloped players on their team because the fact of the matter is their team's best of the best. Look, I get it. I understand competitive ball. It's good. It's good for the kids to have competitive ball. It's also good that if that 11th and 12th player that's a little underdeveloped needs a little extra help, that's where that training comes in because rec baseball is not going to do it, folks. Travel baseball is. And that's how it works, man. That's what I think. Anyway, look, that's travel baseball in a nutshell. From me and the Heart of Youth Baseball, please do me a favor. Go to the Heart of Youth Baseball Facebook page. Please like it. Uh, please give me feedback. Again, don't come ripping me, telling me that I'm, I'm an idiot. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's my opinion. You have yours. We probably don't agree on some of it. That's perfectly fine. I don't hate anyone. It's the way it is. Okay? So, Club Baseball's next. We'll do an episode on that. Uh, if you guys have any other questions, you want to ask me a question on Facebook, uh, Hardy Youth Baseball Facebook page, go there. Write a question. I will look at it. Uh, I will respond to it with a podcast. All right? Thank you very much.